All right. So, um, Alex Jones went on the uh, Flagrant 2 podcast recently, and um, I caught a good portion of it. I didn't watch all of it yet. But um, I saw a segment where Jones alluded to, well, he was describing the attacks so-called insurrection on the Capitol and what happened. And, you know, basically it comes down to this. Either Trump is a an idiot or he's a double agent. <laughs> I hate to say it that way. Either, no, it's, it's one of three things. Either one, Trump is an idiot. Uh, two, Trump set everyone up. Or three, that was a sting operation that Trump set up. Because uh, I do remember Nancy Pelosi saying that she, someone stole her laptop when they um, stormed the Capitol. So it's one of those three things. Now, the reason why I'm I'm bringing this up because Jones has been like the as far as the alternative media, he's been like one of the biggest cheerleaders of Trump. As a matter of fact, David Knight some of you may remember David Knight was on the, um, he used to be a part of InfoWars, but they got rid of David Knight. And I believe if I'm correct, you know, I could be wrong, but I believe Alex Jones claims that he got rid of him for financial reasons. Um, but, David Knight is, or oh, I, you know, I, I listened to David Knight's show, and <clears throat> one of the things that David Knight said was that Jones got rid of him because of his views on Trump, because David Knight will criticize Trump, especially over the vaccines. So it was interesting, for me at least, it was interesting to hear. Jones pretty much kind of admit that there's a possibility. He didn't say it happened, but he was basically saying it's a possibility that Trump set them up. Or at least he's not leaving it out of the realm of possibility. You know, he believes it's in the realm of possibility that he may have been set up by Trump. And that's all I've been saying the whole time is that a lot of these, a lot of Trump supporters, and again, look, I understand Trump did some good things, some great things. And yes, he stood up against the corrupt mainstream media 
and the deep state and all of this. But how do you know that wasn't all for show? And and that's what David Knight, people such as myself, and we can be pessimistic. I am I'm a pessimist. And when I first heard when Trump first came to um came into the White House and I saw all of these people, especially with Q, right? Talking about he's gonna drain the swamp and he's gonna lock up Hillary. I was like, yo, these people are crazy. Cause I was looking at Trump's background. It was like he he donated money to, if I'm not mistaken, he donated money to uh Clinton's foundations. Wasn't wasn't Trump a part of that? Wasn't Trump and Clinton and the Clintons buddies? I mean, things could change. You know, people change. Maybe something happened and who knows? Who knows? Again, I don't know. I don't know. As far as Trump goes, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know. What happened with the Capitol? I don't know. I'm not going to sit up here in front like I know. And I've been looking at this, combing through it. And I come to the conclusion, I don't know. It's so much, it's so many smoking mirrors. It was obviously staged. The Capitol was obviously staged. The whole event was staged. They were literally practicing what they were going to do before they did it. The whole event was staged. The question is, was Trump in on it? And Jones, Alex Jones was basically saying that, you know, when he went there to the Capitol, um, there was a point where Trump told everyone to walk down. Yeah, he told everyone to walk down to the Capitol. There was supposed to be an ellipse there, or there was supposed to be a podium or whatever. And when Jones got down there, you know, he sees tear gas and, you know, it was like, next thing you know, it was like all hell was breaking loose. Was Trump in on it? That's the question. And how do you determine that? Well, you know what? There's really only one way to know, and there's only one one way to find out. If nothing happens, I'll put it like this. Here's here's how I'm going to determine it. Because Q, the the people that are still, I should say, uh, the people that are still Posting about Q, still believe in Q. Those people are claiming, a lot of them, a lot of them, not all of them, that Trump is going to come back into power. 
Now, if that happens, then we can kind of go, okay, maybe Trump was was orchestrating a sting operation. Because that's what, oh, matter of fact, speaking of that, Dr. Steve presented with, he was on Knowledge Jones' show recently, and he doubled down because he made a claim before that um, Trump had orchestrated a sting operation and that the U.S. military intelligence um, was orchestrating a sting operation. And he said this back in January before Biden was put in office. And Trump, excuse me, um, Jones, Alex Jones was basically like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're telling me that Biden isn't going to be put in the White House? And the Senate said, no, he wouldn't. Okay. And, of course, Biden is in the White House. Percentage also claimed that the ballots were watermarked. Now, he came back recently after getting it wrong about Biden not being sworn into the White House, and he's still doubling down saying that it was a sting operation that the election itself was a sting operation and that they watermarked the ballots and he's still making these claims that Trump is going to come back in, into power or whatever. If nothing happens, if nothing like that happens, then it's safe to say Trump is in on it. Trump is a part of the deep state. Remember that poem he he read when he said, you knew I was a snake when you let me in? Well, who was he talking to? Again, um, I recognize some of the good things that Trump has done, and I'm not even going to list them. But, when you look at the vaccine, the Operation Warp Speed, and I give David Knight credit because he talks about this all the time, Trump rolled out Operation Warp Speed with the vaccine and put these people in a position where now, if you look at where we are right now, you have employers that are demanding that their employees get vaccinated. You can't go to concerts without the vaccine. You can't go to uh, certain uh, facilities. You can't enter certain facilities without being vaccinated. And New York is real bad. So we, we shall see. Was Trump set up by the deep state as a Judas goat 
Because I'm going to tell you, a lot of people believe that he was. That he was a Judas goat. That he, he led the people to the slaughter. And he says out of his own mouth that he is the father of the vaccine. So you can't blame this on Biden. It was Trump that rolled out. Now, you can make the argument, long story short, you can make the argument that Trump did it because the deep state had us on lockdown and he knew if he didn't roll out the vaccine that they would eventually um, collapse the economy altogether and people would starve. And he had to do it. He had to, like, he had to roll out the vaccines in order to, um, in order to get the economy going to get things reopened up again. Um, and you can make the argument also that he did tell people about um, hydroxychloroquine, and I, there was something else that he he claimed he took. I forget what it's called. It started with an R. It starts with an R. So you can make those claims, okay? And this is where I say the muddy, the, the water's really muddy, and you can't tell who's who or who's doing what. Um, some people are going to shit their pants from hearing what I'm saying. Oh, what are you saying? Because I know people that believe in Trump, the people that trust the plan, they're going to say, I'm, you know, oh, you're a backstabber, you're a traitor. And then the, the people that believe Trump is working with the powers that be and that Trump is really a Judas goat, they're going to have problems with what I'm saying too. What I'm saying is the right now for me, my honest opinion, I see things from both sides. I can, I can see because the reason, the reason why it's muddy for me I see certain things developing that make me go, okay, you know what? Maybe it is a sting operation. Look, look at the ballots. Look at look at what's happening with the audit in Arizona. I'm looking at these things. I'm looking at everything. But just like I'm looking at the audit in Arizona and how the how the so-called deep state is being revealed every day and they're being exposed every day. And I'm seeing how Fauci is now being thrown under the bus, how Gates is now being thrown under the bus, how all of a sudden Bill Gates' uh, wife, Melinda, files for divorce. And the first thing she talks about is Jeffrey Epstein. And I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? That's interesting. <laughs> she files for divorce, and the first thing she does is bring up Epstein? That's interesting. So I'm looking at these things. These are the things that I'm looking at. But then on the other hand, I'm like, but wait, but look at the other side of this. Look at, look at the vaccines, the vaccine mandates that these people are trying to roll out. Look at all the people that have been vaccinated. Look at the people that have died because of this 
horrible vaccine that Trump is saying that he's the father of. Look at the people that have gotten sick. Look at the people that are going to have long-term side effects from it. The people that took the damn vaccine and don't even know that a year from now, two years from now, they're going to have all kinds of health issues. They don't know because it's going to be blamed on something else. Oh, they had a heart attack. Oh, they had a stroke. Oh, they had high blood pressure. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just saying it's the the waters are so muddy that you I can't really tell. And I don't really think anyone can really tell if they're gonna be honest. But I can't tell exactly just what in the hell is going on. Cause I see things uh, from an independent point of view, and I'm very pessimistic, and I and I admit that I, you know, I look at the negative more than I look at the positive. Sometimes I admit that also, but at the moment, it just seems to me uh, I'm I'm leaning more towards. The Capitol was a setup. Because, look, look, you got people getting arrested. People have been arrested. Okay, also Trump didn't pardon Julian Assange. You know, there's some questionable things here. Some very questionable things. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that's what that's what people don't understand. I'm hoping I'm wrong. But I'm just trying to figure out how little Wayne got pardoned, but Julian Assange didn't. You know what I mean? I'm hoping I'm wrong. Um, I'm hoping that some things come down um, in the very near future. Some reveal. We get some reveal some hard core evidence. Um, but even Alex Jones had to admit he didn't say he was set up by Trump. But if you go and watch it, if you go and watch the um, that segment of the podcast, on the Flagrant 2 podcast, Jones pretty much, you know, for the first time, you know, kind of, hey, you know, he's he's saying it's not out of, out of the realm of possibility that they were set up. And he was, a, he was talking about how his wife didn't want to be there, you know, and everything. I don't know. And, of course, people have their questions about Alex Jones as well. But I'm I'm just saying, um, the people that were there have been arrested. There are people that have been arrested. They are literally um, searching the earth for people that were there at the Capitol. 
And then on top of that, Trump threw them under the bus. He was calling them criminals. Look, I can go on and on and on. You get the point. You get the point. All right. Okay, speaking of Q. All right. Now, we've all heard about the John McAfee death, which uh, they're claiming was a suicide. And um, oddly enough, there was that Q Instagram post after his death. And there's been much to talk about, much speculation as to just what in the hell that was all about. Um, This is from Newsweek. John McAfee, John McAfee, Q Instagram post sparks dead man switch conspiracy. Um, I want to say this off the bat that um, number one, we all know, uh, pretty sure if you, if you're listening to me, there's chances are that you already know that McAfee already stated he would never commit suicide and he had the tattoo with whacked on it that he's not going to suicide himself. Okay. So with all of that being said, it's um my opinion, my opinion that more than likely McAfee was killed and someone whoever killed them probably was able was capable of ending that whole dead man switch thing and they mocked the uh they mocked all of the I don't want to say the whole word but they mocked Q by posting Q, if you get what I'm saying. Right? I think that that was the point of it all. The The reason why the Q was posted, I believe that the powers that be, the elites, uh, sent someone to kill him and to... Uh, take out that dead man's switch, whatever it was, or however he had it set up, they were able to um, probably uh, destroy it. And they mocked all of the conspiracy guys, right, by posting Q as a way of saying, go fuck yourself. Right. That's just my thinking. That's my instinctive. Thinking, because. If he had a dead man switch. And it didn't go off. Then. That tells me that someone knew how to 
destroy it. So someone knew something. And I believe he posted that he had a, now correct me if I'm wrong, please. But I believe he had the dead man switch or he posted that he had the dead man switch back in 2019. I believe if, if I'm correct, if that's true, I could be wrong on that. If, but if that's true, then that means that they had, when I say they, I mean the powers to be the elites, the globalists had a whole two years head start to um, figure out a way to to destroy that dead man switch or to deactivate it. Here's the thing, right? People have got to learn to stop telling these people what they're going to do before they do it. You cannot tell the globalists what you're going to do before you do it. And that was one of the problems that I had with the whole Q thing in the first place, which I'm going to start using the letter 17 because, um, you know, the more you, you say that letter, the more trouble you get into. Um, but that was the problem that I had with that particular group in the first place was that I'm saying to myself, okay, let's say this whole letter 17 thing is real. The number, I said letter 17, the number 17 or letter 17 or however you want to say it. Let's say the boards are real, right? Let's say, let's, yeah, hypothetically speaking, let's say the boards are real. And there really is a uh, storm coming, or there really is a there is a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, there is a um, there's there's a group of military uh, upper. There's, there's, there's military personnel that have info. I'm trying to walk around this without saying something to trigger the algorithm. There's military personnel that's able to um, send out coded messages, right? And they're going against the powers to be, and, you know, there's this war going on for information which we all know that we are in an information war. That part is true. Okay. But let's say the letter 17, the number 17 is real. That means that everyone that's decoding it is telling the powers that be what they're going to do before they do it. Um. I don't think that's a good idea. And I don't think it would have been a good idea for McAfee to tell the elites that he had a power, excuse me, a, um, a dead man switch ahead of time. I, well, 
I guess he was doing that to to keep them from killing him, maybe. Uh, maybe he thought he could scare them. But it's it's just... It's one of those things, man, where you, you go... you. We always tell these people what we're going to do before we do it instead of just doing it. And I see this all the time, repeatedly, over and over again. We're like, hey, we're going to we're going to. Be here on this day and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And they're they're listening and they know how to, you know, they have the, the funds, they have the means to. Make things happen, you know. So anyway, I'm going to get to the article right quick. This is Newsweek. It says, a cryptic image posted on John McAfee's Instagram uh, moments after he was reported dead sparked speculation from the uh, Q conspiracy theorists that the antivirus software entrepreneur had activated a so-called dead man switch to oppose, excuse me, to expose the government. All right, it says John McAfee, 75, was found dead in a Barcelona prison cell hours after a Spanish court agreed to extradite him to the U.S. to face tax evasion charges. Um, it says everything pointed towards uh, death by suicide. Um, it says less than an hour after McAfee's apparent suicide was reported, his Instagram account posted a large Q with no caption or explanation. The Q appears to be a reference to the radical Q movement, um, which McAfee joked and tweeted about a number of times over the past few years. So again, this is going back to what I was saying that I feel personally. I personally feel, this is my opinion, I personally feel that they were mocking um, Q. They, they, they were mocking the movement, right? Um, says, the post, along with all other photos on McAfee's Instagram account have since been deleted, as well as the speculation that McAfee may not have killed himself, similar to the claims which surrounded the death of extremely well-connected billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein in August of 2019. A number of Q, Q supporters, almost said the word, a number of Q supporters suggested that Hidden in the Q Instagram post was a cryptographic, <clears throat> excuse me, cryptographic key embedded. Uh, again, where's the switch? Where where is it? You know, where is it? Unless you know, somebody ha somebody else has it, and. We're going to get some big reveals in the very near future. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping that that's the case. Don't get me wrong. I'm hoping. I want that to, you know, whatever he knows, I want him to bring it out. 
But it sounds to me like um, this is another Clinton hit, if you know what I mean. Another Clinton hit. Another uh, one of those suicided Clinton hits. You know what I mean? Uh, it says several influential and popular Q profiles on Telegram shared a post claiming that the hidden key was in fact instructions and that McAfee had also initiated a dead man switch, a term used when a device or computer software activates itself when the when its owners when its owner dies. Others made the claim about McAfee having a dead man switch while referring to his former tweets while also speculating he did not kill himself. Uh, this is what McAfee said um, back in 2019, June 9th, 2019, to be exact. It says here, quote, I've collected files on corruption and governments. For the first time, I'm naming names and specifics. I'll begin with a corrupt CIA agent and two bohemian officials coming today if I'm arrested or disappear, 31 plus terabytes of incriminating data will be released to the press. That's what he tweeted. That's what McAfee tweeted on June the 9th, 2019. Now, again, when you Tell people what you're going to do before you do it. I understand you want to put the threat out there to stop yourself from being arrested or murdered. But uh, unless he's just trolling. And, and a lot of people have been speculating that also, uh, that McAfee was a, a big troll. So that's possible. You know, it's possible that he's just, he really, maybe he really didn't have as much as he claimed he did, I believe he had something. You know, I believe he had something. But maybe he didn't have as much as he claimed he did. I don't know. Um, but going back to that tweet from, tw um, from 2019, it says 11 days later after that tweet, uh, he added, the instant I disappear, the information is released. Okay, well, he's dead now. I'm waiting for the information. Those named would be crazy to kill me or collect me. They are simply praying I live forever. If it's released, revenge, revenge takes over and I'm dead. Um, says Mel Q, a Q advocate on Telegram wrote, there is the possibility, excuse me, there is the, yeah, yeah, I think they meant to put possibility. This is a typo. It says there's the possibility a key code to a dead man switch. Uh, there's a key code to the dead man switch. I don't know. Um, it says a file that has damning evidence against the deep state that is to be unlocked at the time of his death. 
we will see if this pans out. Only time will tell. Again, uh, where is it? Because if I'm correct, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. When a dead man's switch is activated, it's supposed to be activated when the person dies. That's the whole point. Is there a um is there a timer? You know, is there a way to delay the dead man switch and release it on a certain date, maybe? Possibly. I mean it is John McAfee after all. Maybe, you know. Maybe. Um, it says here, however, as noted by Q John, some dude named John Q. Uh, real name John Sabal, who uh, recently organized a major Q conference in Dallas, Texas. The code is actually meta metadata uh, that Facebook, which owns Instagram, uses on all photos. So he's saying it's not actually a, a um, key code within that cryptic uh, message that was posted on his Instagram after he died. So, so anyway, um, then they go on to more, um, more stuff, but, uh, some people are saying that he escaped from prison, uh, that he cut a deal. That's possible. That's possible also. But, um, <clears throat> what I want to get across is this. <laughs> if you got info, Release it. Release it. It's been too much of this. This is going to come out and that is going to come out and we're going to bring... At some point, man, you got to release it. Look at what's happening. Look at what's happening in the world. Don't you see that these vaccines are being rolled out? The the uh, private sector, the business, these... Uh, they're, they're closing in the walls on us, right? The federal government isn't making vaccination mandatory, but the um, these businesses, these privately owned businesses and uh, privately owned companies, they they are doing it. Uh, I just read a report uh, not long ago that San Francisco is requiring that their city employees get vaccinated or they're terminated. So all this time, man, with all these people that have this information, supposedly, at some point you got to drop something. You got to release it. You don't have time to waste. You don't have time, to, especially when you have uh, people with the means that the elites have, you know, the means that they have to get rid of you and silence you. You don't tell them what you're going to do before you do it. You do it. You know, and hopefully something comes out of this. Hopefully there's some kind of, Info that somebody has 
that he was able to pass it on to them and hopefully they come out with it. But as of right now, you know what it looks like? It looks like a whole lot of nothing. It looks like a whole lot of nothing. And people have got to learn to play the game better. They've got to learn to play the game better. Start dropping the info. I've already spoken about this on the World Unmasked podcast, but I want to reiterate this. Um, This is very important here because the globalists are already, they're showing you what their next plan is, the the next phase. Um, They've already thrown Fauci under the bus. They've already thrown Gates under the bus. So they're moving on. This is what they do. They burn their bridges, but then they continue pressing forward, right? And Gates and Fauci was their bridge. So now they're moving on, and they're pressing forward. This is going to be the next move, the next phase. And January the 6th, the, the capital was the indicator of what their next move is because they kept talking about 9-11, 9-11. They were saying that the capital was similar to 9-11, right? Now, if you remember what happened with 9-11, you had the Patriots Act, you had, um, you had uh, all of these codes, you know, you had, and, and then these different threat levels, threat level green, threat level red, Y'all know what I'm talking about. So Biden, the Biden administration encourages Americans to report radicalized family, friends, and coworkers. This is the next step, the next phase. And they're using white supremacy as a cause, as, as the means to justify their, their cause. Um, The Biden administration encourages Americans to report radicalized family, friends, co-workers. Now, you might be saying, well, who's going to do that? Well, there's a lot of stupid people in this country. Dumbasses. And they've already set the tone. They've already told the nation that people with right-wing views are terrorists. Automatically, right? And you cannot, you, you can never downplay stupidity in this country or underrate or underestimate the stupidity of the people in this country. Think about it. They convinced Americans that a virus that came from China is the president of the United States' fault, and people actually believed it for a whole year. They're just now starting to go, well, maybe it wasn't Trump's fault. Maybe it came from the lab. Just now. This is how stupid people are. 
So you cannot underestimate the stupidity of your friends, your coworkers, your family members. I'm sorry to report the news. But this is their next phase. January the 6th was the indicator. You have people that are still locked up just for being at the Capitol. Not even the people that necessarily went inside the Capitol. Just for being there, there are people that are still locked up. It says here in this article from um, GOP USA, and I've already spoken about this on the World Unmasked podcast, says um, the Biden administration has warned Americans to keep an eye out for any radicalized friends or family members during a background press call on Monday night. Um, says a senior Biden administration official told participants they must raise concerns and seek help for friends family members, or co-workers who they believe may have radicalized, may, uh, excuse me, radicalized towards violence. Uh, It says, the official compared this approach to the 2011 Department of Homeland Security See Something, Say Something campaign to combat to combat uh, Islamic terrorists. So, uh, in a nutshell, though, uh, Biden has been saying that uh, white supremacy is the number one threat in America. That's his thing. Um, They're going to use that, the racial divide, the great racial divide. And, um, you know, they're going to further not just divide the country, but target anyone that's going against the globalists. They're going to be deemed and labeled a terrorist in the very near future. That is what's going to, that's going to be the, the next phase. You're going to start seeing, and, I, and you know, it's unfortunate um, but you may see an uptick in people literally, you could, you could be, you could just say, Hey, you know, I don't agree with, uh, critical race theory and your, and your neighbor, your friend, your coworker could pick up the phone, make that call because America is going to be the new Nazi Germany papers, papers, where's your papers? In New York, they're already telling you you can't go into certain facilities, you can't participate in certain activities unless you have your your vaccine uh, card. Literally. This is just a test run. This is the scary thing. We haven't even gotten to Agenda 2030 yet, like really gotten into it. It's only 2021. Got a long way to go. Do you know how much more, uh, how, how much more uh, draconian laws, 
they have to push how many uh uh man it's going to it's going to get nasty we haven't even gotten to 2030 it's going to get real nasty it's going to get real nasty and they always tell you what they're going to do before they do it and like i said before we're always telling them what we're going to do before we do it but they're telling you what they're going to do before they do it. And they have the means. They have the finance. They have the media. So they can just keep on pressing forward. But um, I want to read this last part here. It says, quote, and this is coming from, um, I believe it's the Associated Press. It says, domestic terrorism driven by hate, bigotry, and other forms of extremism is a strain, excuse me, is a stain on the soul of America. Domestic terrorism driven by hate, bigotry, and other forms of extremism is a stain on the soul of America. Uh, It says Biden, who's traveling in uh, Europe, said in a statement, it goes against everything our country strives for and possesses a direct challenge to our national security, democracy, and unity. Um, This is what the Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland called for. He called for a whole-of-society approach. You have to listen to the wording a whole-of-society approach. This is the Build Back Better. Destroy and rebuild. So they're going to destroy everything that America is and then rebuild it. And what are they going to rebuild it? What what is is going to be the, the structure, the foundation of the new America? Communism. They're going to destroy Listen, I know America's not perfect, right? And people complain, oh, you judges. You act like America's so great. Look, America's not perfect. But I've traveled outside of this country. Trust me. You want to see real racism? Travel outside of America. Trust me. They're always talking about America's racist. America's racist. Travel outside of America. I'm a black man. Travel outside of America. They'll show you what real racism look like. That's not to say America doesn't have problems, but it's nowhere near on the level that these people are making it out to be. Um, so anyways, they're going to use racism to justify um, destroying America, destroying freedom of speech, uh, which is very important. Um, also going after guns, you know, guns, right? They're doing all of this right now as we speak. Destroy and rebuild. That whole build back better, it means destroy and rebuild. That's what it means. Destroy everything that the country's built on and then rebuild it from a republic to a fascist state. That's exactly what they're doing. 
and again, here we go. Um, this is let me let me go down in this article here. Again, it's from GOP. Um, it's from GOPUSA.com. Um, there's one last part I want to get here because I've already covered this on the World Unmasked podcast, but I didn't get into certain details. I want to get this point. Um, this is again coming from A.G. Uh, Garland. It says here, quote, we need not only a whole of government approach, but a whole of society approach. Garland said after praising members of the public for submitting more than 100,000 pieces of digital media to help the FBI investigate in the aftermath of January the 6th. Listen to this. We must not only bear, excuse me, man, I'm tongue twisted today. We must not only bring our federal resources to bear. We must adopt a broader societal response to tackle the problem's deeper roots. And um, you can read more of that at Fox News. Key point. Go back to this. Garland said after praising members of the public, the public, getting the public involved, right? This goes back to that whole be a hero thing that they were pushing for um, the pandemic. You know, wear your mask, social distance, be a hero. So he's praising members of the public for submitting more than 100,000 pieces of digital media to help the FBI investigate in the aftermath of January the 6th. And this is why I asked, was Trump a double agent? Because after January the 6th, they got their new 9-11. Now they, now they can crack down on uh, social media, you know, freedom of speech completely label everyone terrorists extremists run it down your throat 24 hours a day constantly here it is it's june going into july and they're still talking about january the 6th okay they got everything they wanted from that and they're going to continue to push forward. They're going to destroy and rebuild. So they're, they're building up a snitch community. I've already gone too long. Let me cut this off. But they're, they're building a snitch community, a communist, fascist, neo-Nazi state here in America. From vaccine cards to your neighbors telling on you for having a different political view. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not in the United States of America anymore. Welcome to Nazi Germany. 